0: Go readings, flesh wound horror freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror Live. I am joined by producer Todd and Pugstred, and tonight our special guest, the Gear Brothers, the writers of the Retaliators, which we reviewed not too long ago. Gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? What's
1: up, guys? Thanks
0: for having us. Yeah,
1: doing excellent, man. Great to be here.
2: Thanks for coming on. Much appreciated. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, you I we we love your show and uh we we saw your your review. We thought it was it was great. It was we very fair.
2: <laughs> Visually, I wasn't on that show. I was trying not to die from stupid COVID, but I was so sad because I think I, out of everybody here, I liked your movie the most. It just it was, I did feel like you guys had one shot at this. You're like, fuck it. I'm going to get everything I want out. And I, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but that rules. Yeah. Any, any truth to that? <laughs>
1: yeah. I you know, so. we, we, yeah. Yeah, we, we really went for it and it was, um, being, you know, tr- true, uh, lifelong genre fans and exploitation fans and, uh, we really wanted to try to sneak all of that stuff into uh, a film. Uh, and the battles we went through were it, it, so uh, it was just the fast and furious. There was a lot of people that did not understand that didn't uh, get it. And, you know, well, if we're going to make a thriller, let's just make a thriller. If it's going to be horror, let's just do a horror And, you know, what we fought for and and, uh, huge credit to um, Michael Lombardi, the star producer, and he also even co-directed a little bit. Oh. Uh, Well, our movie was made through COVID, through the early, early days. We were literally two weeks into shooting. Um, We we were in the forest in, in, in Connecticut and New Jersey and... The uh, March, uh, whatever date that was, 19th or 17th, 2020 hit. So um, we ended up having to, um, you know, we, at one point, the SAG rep came to the set and said, we were the officially the last union production in the world (laughs) when we got that time. Um, And then, we we basically never stopped so we navigated through all those early covid days when tests were crazy expensive and we had cast come in and out we we switched coasts that we were shooting on it was uh it was just insane and so that caused us to have to change directors um because it was just you know those were those early days everything was up in the air but uh the, the movie was something to focus on and, and pour everything into. Uh, so like I said, yeah, thank, thank goodness. Uh, Cause you know, for, for Michael Lombardi, he, he understood um, throwing it all out there, going for it. that third act was what we fought so hard for was to have it, you know, explode into sort of all these homages to splatter films and genre films. and, and it was, it's hard to explain to people that don't get that, um, <laughs> that like, no, people are going to love this. This is, this is, uh, they're going to get it, you know, and, and crossing our fingers that that people would, you know.
2: Well, you don't really attack good guys. They're all pieces of shit. So it worked out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it
0: almost reminded me, because I didn't know anything about your movie going in. Uh, it kind of reminded me of being in a theater, seeing From Dusk Till Dawn, where it was like, Oh, wow. Okay. That took a turn. Yeah. No,
4: a huge influence was, I mean, obviously for both of us is Quentin Tarantino and uh, you know, just the way that he is able to attack genre film in the mainstream is just, I mean, that's been an inspiration to us since we were, you know, we ones. So yeah, it was just a lot. I mean, obviously when you're writing it, you're not thinking about those things explicitly. We were just trying to make something that felt fun, entertaining and exciting to us and,
1: out came, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you said from Dust till Dawn cuz that's it's yeah. actually we we talk about it all the time. Our our scripts, you know, we're kind of in a post twist era where, you know, it's really hard to do a twist film and most twist films aren't very rewatchable. Not all of them. There's there's exceptions, but um so what we're really big fans of, and it's what's in every one of our scripts, are what we call hard turns. Um, and th- there's, you know, sadly, very few movies that really have the guts to go for it. From Dust Till Dawn is one of the biggest ones that went mainstream. Right, right. Um, Audition is obviously the godfather. I mean, there's there's no film that just—I mean—it's the hardest, hardest, <laughs> hardest turn, right? turn ever. Yeah. But hostile is obviously another uh, big,
3: big, big yeah. example,
1: and so that's really what we were, what we wanted to do. Um, and we know that it's going to be jarring, and that people are not—some people are not going to like it, and it's going to be, you know. But that's—but that's just for us. It's just what's exciting mm-hmm. to watch. It's like I can watch audition over and over again. I can watch Hostel over and over again. There's something so fun about knowing, wait, this is going to just completely go in a different direction, you know?
0: No, I love those films. Hostel is one that I know has a very split audience, but I was like, it's a sex comedy <laughs> turned into just, <laughs> just, just it's the walls of the wall splatter fest. I, I love that. Uh, I, yeah.
1: I can't believe there's any split on Hostel. I mean, I just think it's one of the best modern Horror film. I mean, it's just yeah, same here. The it's, modern, more modern era. I, I don't know. I think it's pretty. Yeah.
4: I was pretty surprised. We we checked out the their Rotten Tomatoes on it, like so, critic reviews and audience reviews. It was pretty striking yeah. that like it is as split as it, it is. It yeah, got, um you know, yeah, the yeah.
0: haters out there. It's been that way with Eli Roth from the beginning of yeah, his true, career. yeah, true. Yeah. It's just I cool to hate Ross. on him. I'm with you. Yeah,
5: yeah,
1: yeah I love Eli. Uh, Eli, I mean, e- Eli. I mean, it's like who in
3: who Green is Inferno. I man. mean, the, the guy's as
1: mainstream as he is, and he's doing Cannibal Holocaust remake, and yeah. you know, come on, Knock Knock. knock. knock, I, knock I mean, Knock Knock so good, is man. so <laughs> underrated. Yes. Free I, pizza. The
3: yeah, I turned around on <laughs> that <man. laughs>
0: I had uh, Green Inferno didn't get, unfortunately, much of a theatrical release, but I remember seeing it, and there was... A mother who took her kids to it. Uh, I don't know if she looked, and she was just in tears screaming at the 16 year old kid (laughs) at the popcorn stand. I want my money back now.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's that. Those kids are screwed up forever. Yeah.
2: So you make more horror fans. It's all good. (laughs) It's true.
1: It's true. Well, I mean, horror, I think, screwed all of us up at some age or another. That's what kept us there, you know.
2: Or it kept us down the straightened path so we don't each get a number. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was in a theater.
1: We were in a
4: theater, and um, I noticed uh, a mom bringing her kid in. And I was joking with my friend. I was like, well, there's a scarred kid. Like We're here (laughs) here for his, like, you know. the Scars for the rest of his life, or something.
2: No. I gotta give props to you guys for writing one of the coolest lines I've heard this year. And it's in case hell isn't real, I want to make sure it's excruciating. God damn, <laughs> oh, cool. dude. Yeah. I was trying not to die coughing during that movie. I'm like, this is amazing. If I do go, at least I heard something really cool. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right
1: on. Um, it was, and also, it, the, line, the line is, uh, just in case there isn't an actual hell. I want every moment of their existence to be hell on earth. That's the line. Yeah,
2: minimum, <laughs> See, get the Who to fucking sing on that stuff. That rule. <laughs> and also, kudos to bringing the Who uh, 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 on the soundtrack. That's awesome. They're so awesome. good, they're See, so good. They? And oh. like, they they should be bigger. And thankfully, uh, Jacoby from Who has never been cooler than in this movie. Like,
1: I agree. Let me tell uh, you. Never. I, I mean, <laughs> I agree, man. We, when we. Uh, one of the things that we put a lot of time and and attention into and and uh, uh, Michael Lombardi as well, was really looking at the the casting of the of the musicians. We really did not want the movie to feel like a vanity project at at all. And we knew we would run the risk of people thinking it was. And so we were really, really careful about making sure the role made sense. Uh, and that they were right for it. And when, when it came up about Jacoby playing the role of uh, it's a, uh, a villain in the movie named Quinn Brady, it's such an uh, important villain in the movie. And it was like, gosh, is, is Jacoby really doesn't have any acting experience. Is he going to be able to do this? Because he needs to be really – it has to be convincingly creepy. Yeah, and it, it, you know it, what I mean. It, uh, it's a part it's
4: of the a hard. It's harder than you think. Yeah, like, to get a very convincingly creepy performance out of somebody.
1: Well, and and it's go. It's a part of the film that goes into a very kind of seven esque kind of dark, you know, place. And he just was unbelievable. I mean, we would see the early clips, and yeah, he's just so good. He really. Yeah. went for it and went all in. And yeah, he just it, did it, such a good job.
4: I love I what's funny about it. He did such a good job. I feel like, because I always quote a line he does in the film. I'm not going to say it here just because I don't want to give anything away. No spoilers. Um, but I, when I quote it, I don't feel like I'm quoting us. I feel like I'm quoting Jacoby. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah a, he, he's good he's really good at with it. it. You know?
2: Yeah. He, outstanding. I, I was so impressed with him. So good job on that. Um, uh, Shit! Oh yeah, and the it, Who again, amazing. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the singer of the Who is in has a little cameo in the movie too.
2: Yeah, I don't think I saw him. Well, I gotta watch it again. Which and yeah, it comes no, out it's on VOD, like, this but this week gonna,
1: he's in Friday. a box. Yeah, on, on, <laughs> yeah, he's one of the he's one of the sub the subhumans, which you learn what they are when you watch the movie. But uh yes, thank you on VOD everywhere, uh October twenty first this Friday. So we are pumped
0: one cool thing about this movie and uh it almost reminded me in a weird way i'm a big fan of a 70s revenge movie called fight for your life Mm -hmm. that uh is amazing Mm -hmm. Uh, william sanderson everybody knows him from bob newhart but jesse Mm -hmm. lee kane jesse lee kane is like the best villain in 70s exploitation he's amazing uh, and this movie kind of reminded me of that because a lot of modern movies are afraid to go too far with their villains. We've had a lot of recent examples lately, and they're just afraid to go there. And uh, I think Retaliators does a really good job. Everybody's just scary. Like, I just wouldn't <laughs> want to meet them in <laughs> yeah. an
1: alleyway. Totally. I, think, I lo- yeah. Well, another – it's so awesome to hear that because we are um, – very big seventies. Uh, as, as I said, big, we're big exploitation guys and we love, I mean, eighties. I mean, we love the Canon catalog a lot. I mean, Good we we're, we're, you know, into all the different, um, so Especially I mean, like
4: Bronson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah huge, oh, yeah. huge
1: Bronson fans. Um, but 70s grimy action and splatter and I mean it's just so good but I've never seen that fight for your life so I need to I need to I see that either.
0: have you seen that? No. Yeah. no. Okay. Bummer. It is essential for <laughs> okay. for what you guys like yeah. Okay. Sweet
5: yeah, Blue, Blue Underground put out the DVD. There there's no Blu-ray. I believe that's when the negative was lost unfortunately. And oh, the geez.
0: Yeah. I
3: love
1: those kind of hard to find hidden films like that though. Yeah. That's cool.
0: So. Yep, he uh thought uh it was gonna kill his career before he got Newhart because that movie is just very, I mean, there were walkouts, fights in the theater, all that what? stuff you <laughs> hear about from back in the day. Uh, very, very ugly, very nasty villain, so wow. yeah, kind of, kind of reminded me of that. I i miss that 70s feel, and we don't get a lot of great revenge movies, you know. Yeah. The well, new there's, Death Witch was there's like a sort of
1: like a movie. There's, I, there's sort of not an ev- not everywhere. There's certainly exceptions, but in the era we're in right now, I do feel like a lot of things are really just sanitized and and yeah. free to take risks. Yeah, when, and when you grew up with seventies and and eighties and even some some of the nineties stuff, it's just like yeah, you just miss it. You just sort of miss right. that like really going for it. Um, and you know, so just, yeah, we, that's, that's the resistance I, that we felt, you know, because we were really wanting to go for it. And that's just sort of, it's just what comes natural for us. It's hard for us not to. So the funny part is the movie feels like us really restrained actually, <laughs> you know, it's like when you, again, when you grow up on, on the real rough stuff, you know how bad it can be. And and we actually thought it was kind of a fun challenge to, try to wrap it in something that felt like, I mean, our goal was like, let's suck people in that would normally never watch, you know, uh, an exploitation film, get them sucked in. And then (laughs) they're trapped by the third act. They can't, they can't stop at that point. That was sort of our, our kind of subversive goal for it. You know?
0: Yeah. I I think you guys succeeded. I, had a blast with this one and and speaking of cast uh mark Manchaka, hopefully i'm saying his yeah, name right yeah he
1: right.
0: he's been popping up in everything lately it seems and yeah. he's kind of becoming a michael ecklin type he's really really good and i feel like he's like on the verge of exploding uh yeah man. what a yeah. talent
1: that yeah. guy is man um oh, i mean what was so funny when we when we write we do Goofy impersonations of the characters. We sort of hear their voice, and then we kind of act it out. And the second we heard Mark Menchaka, his voice, we just went, "Oh my god!" I mean, it was just like that's the voice we've been. Doing. That was the voice <laughs> when we, we were like writing the character. We were yeah. imitating, you know, without knowing it was his. And, yeah. and uh, he just he was just so good. And it's such a cool guy. Um, and I'm so impressed with guys like, you know, him and Michael, both. We would be on the set watching them work and they're both so good. And they, they would get in these moments of these really deep scenes. The camera would cut and then they would just start fucking around and, and being completely ridiculous with each other on a dime and, I mean crying laughing and then it was like okay now everything's done now they're back. and then now they're just back in and oh, that's wow. just how good they are you know yeah. it's like none of them were you know kind of stuck or in a method in the corner or anything it was just right. they're able to just snap in and that's when you just go you really see what acting talent is when people can just truly just turn it on like that it's unbelievable
2: yeah, right. take notes, Daniel Day Lewis. You don't always have to be <laughs> <laughs> Speaking the casting. You guys got a lot of like rock world people up in there and yeah. uh, an adult film star, Karma RX. I think that was the only one. Uh, but how'd oh. that how'd those guys come about?
5: And Dante, yeah. <laughs> Brian O'Halloran, oh, Dante, oh, Brian, dear. yeah, Brian Brian Haller. Haller.
1: we were we were so, <laughs> I dear. mean. Every time that scene comes on, we, we laugh every time that scene <laughs> comes time. up because he's just so, he's such a dick. But he's so, funny actually, so good. Know? I mean, he's, it, well, was... he just
2: left Randall. And he's like, I got to get, get that stress out <laughs> yeah. somehow. <laughs>
1: yeah, we were with that we were really pumped on that. That was, that was exciting. Um You know, the, the casting just all around, we, we just got so lucky. Um I mean, as far as the, As the rock stars go, um, you know, when we partnered up with Michael uh, in the, because that was really where the partnership started at the very beginning. And he just got the film and he was on a plane in three days after reading the script from he's on the East coast, we're on the West coast. And he, you know, he flew down and just said, I will walk through hell and back and get this film made period. I see the vision and I, will, uh, and I was born to play John Bishop. And the second we saw him, Jeff, the first word out of his mouth when we saw him in person. I hadn't seen him in years. And Jeff just goes, oh, my God, I'm looking at John Bishop right now. Um, and we just saw it. And the second we you know, got together. So he took the script to uh, Alan Kovac, who is uh, the producer of the film. And ended up producing the entire film. And he, uh, you know, he manages uh, a lot of bands and has been in the music business, huge, huge player in the music business for decades. And you go back to early careers of, you know, huge bands like Duran Duran and Blondie and all kinds of all kinds of bands leading up to he's been Motley Crue's manager for, I mean, I think like 30 years or so, a very long time. And he manages the who and, you know, um, five figure death, five Finger death punch and all of these bands. And okay. so my, th- what was weird about this script was we had no, obviously it was a script. So we had no music in the script and there was no description of, you know, heavy rock song plays here or any, there was nothing like that in there, but, when we got coverage of the script feedback, we kept getting over and over again was uh, there's a really rock and roll feel in this, especially the third act, they would just call out the third act. And then we would get these funny lines that would say things like the third act feels like the birth of metal. Like there was, yeah. that was the lines that we were like, that's, that's, that's so cool. And, and, and one play one, a studio uh, there was a there was a um, studio interested in in the script, and he told us he said when I went to my boss, I handed him the script and I said okay, if you ever wanted to read something that was metal as fuck it's the, it's this script. so it was funny there was just that sort of music attachment to it, even though there was no music in the script,
4: and it was really there at the the DNA of it too. I mean when we first thought of the idea it was like the retaliators just sounded like a band.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And
4: then I don't want to, again, I'd spoil, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, there was more of a group thing going on when we first conceived it. Um, Yeah. That's true. So yeah, there was definitely, but it's funny how that translated into the finished script, which translated to the people who got, you know, gave us the money to make it. (laughs) So, so,
1: so yeah. So when Alan got on board, he, he had the vision of, well, let's, How can we marry the, uh, the music with with the movie? And that immediately got us so excited because that tradition of big rock soundtrack and movie marriage that it's been so long since that was, you know, which obviously that was huge in the late seventies, eighties, nineties, even early 2000, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's been gone for a long time. Uh, mostly, um, And so we love the idea of, oh, wow, that kind of tradition coming back. And then when the characters, when he brought up, well, what if we had roles for for these guys? And then, like I said, we put a lot of, you know, uh, some of them were no brainers, you know, Five Finger Death Punch being that role. I mean, they looked perfect for it and then did a fantastic job, you know. So, I mean, we just got. Zoltan's
2: a legit black belt and several martial arts. (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 that was cool. Yeah. So, uh, um, so yeah, we just, and it was just the, the, you know, the cast really just came from just getting the script out there and and getting people that got it and were excited about it. We, we were, I mean, so lucky to get the the cast we got. I mean, it's just what a difference it makes when you have real actors that are just fantastic, you know?
0: Yeah. I I found, I've worked with, musicians and pro wrestlers different things that it sometimes they pay off huge in movies like you're not sure but then it's like there's just such a passion to do something different and it just turns out so good
1: yeah that entertaining background just translates and and crosses over when it does yeah it's 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 really amazing obviously i mean the rock is biggest movie star in the world right now you know um, yeah. you know so yeah no it, it's it's true yeah it's fun it's fun
4: like hearing from like jaded horror fans too because I, I know when you're a jaded horror fan you can sometimes think these things are a little gimmicky like oh here's a band in a movie but i kind of love that it surprises people and actually it's like wait this is i think i reread somewhere Some someone said a movie with this Cast and they just meant like Jacoby Shaddix or something mm. shouldn't be this good, but it is.
1: And when I read that, I was like, good,
4: you know, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's it's good. It's it can be good sometimes to be underestimated, and and that was kind of the 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 um, again sort of that. we That's kind of what we wanted. We we were hoping we could make something that people would kind of underestimate even partway through the film, and then have it sort
2: of you know. Oh, jump oh, out hell yeah. I think you guys succeeded massively on that, and I am also down for a, a sequel, prequel, whatever to get Jacoby yeah, to fill man. out whatever yeah, was going yeah. on there. I don't want to spoil it because it's worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, we, take got, my money. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we've, uh, we've got two, we've got, I mean, the truth, yeah, we have Retaliators too. The whole thing mapped out. Um, it mm-hmm. and and we, I mean, we when we first wrote it we actually kind of wrote out a really big universe for the film. And that's what Jeff was referring to earlier is that once we started really getting going, we realized we had gotten way too ambitious. And so we cut it way down to really find what character to focus on and what characters to focus. That's really where, you know, the characters of John Bishop and, and, um, uh, Jed, uh, you know it's Michael Lombardi and and Mark Machaca, It's where they kind of emerge because they're sort of they're sort of the same in a way, but they're they're kind of mirrors of each other because you know one ends up being sort of a hero, one ends up being sort of an anti antihero, um, uh, to say the least. Uh, with slash, you know, say, vi- slash villain, yeah, yeah, or
4: some ambiguity, yeah, yeah. Leave <laughs> leave it leave it open,
1: but but. Uh, um, so we really sort of had this whole big universe uh, kind of created in a broad way. And then when we finished retaliators, we, we said, well, gosh, if there was going to be a sequel, what would it be? And then we pretty quickly came up with, Oh, wait a minute. Here's, you know, kind of where it would naturally, you would kind of want it to go. And yeah, if we got the opportunity to do it, it would be so much fun because the challenge would be, okay, we've got a, we, we, we've got it how do we create that an, another left turn and how do we top the third act of the first one, which I, I mean, that would be uh, a lot of fun to do.
2: Well, I challenge you guys. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> I want to see that. More bands, Steve yeah. would be great.
0: Got to get Schleck in there. Bugs. I guess oh, starting to right? some right. wrestlers.
2: Yeah. Wow. Cool yeah. Yeah, that is Wednesday cool. 13 up in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, I'm down to go more old school. D- trust me. I, I'm i down.
0: Right. Are, do you guys have like a favorite revenge movie? I mean, obviously, you know, Death Wish, but do you have like a favorite one from that era?
4: Yeah. Death Wish is not my favorite revenge film, uh, although mm. I, I love Death Wish. Um, i of all, uh, all, Death Wish 4 is my favorite. Uh, no. <laughs> Crackdown. <dude>. Yeah, <laughs> Crackdown. I love,
1: I love all the Death Wishes. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Uh, do you have a favorite revenge film? I don't know. I've never thought about that.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? It's never been
4: asked favorite. Uh, There's a yeah. lot of great revenge films. You know, I have to say one of my favorites has to be Kill Bill. Uh, just mm-hmm. it had such an impression on it's me when I saw too. it as a kid. Uh, you mm-hmm. took me to go see it. Yeah, yeah. And when it came out and yeah, that movie was like a religious experience. I saw it again recently in a theater not too long ago. It wasn't like at a, like an LA, you know, cool theater. It was just at like my local theater and they were playing old school movies. And I, and I saw it. And, um, when that, when the credits rolled up with that Ennio Morricone song pulling up and he's like, does she know her daughter's alive? And it kicks in and (laughs) I started crying. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I couldn't hold back. I was like, "Why is this so beautiful?"
1: You know. So great movie. I'm gonna say Kill yeah. Bill. I, I think uh, of recent, a little more recent era. I saw the devil was. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, was Good, was yeah. profound. Like uh, that actually yeah. is very much in the DNA of of uh, the Retaliators because what what I loved about that movie was many things. I loved about it, but it—I felt like it really upped the ante with revenge. Like it just completely—you yeah. go because when that movie starts, you go, oh, "Okay, I know where this is going," and then the stakes <laughs> just keep going up and up, and, up, and, crazier and crazier. it gets yeah. fucking crazy, <laughs> and it's just so good. And and I and I remember just thinking, like, "Wow, that's a way to like really ramp up." revenge and so that was an inspiration for sure because it was like you know we obviously didn't want to copy it or or have it feel like the same kind of thing but it it definitely was in the in the inspiration like okay how could because they just did such a a a unique and kind of different thing uh with revenge um Bronson I mean really all of Bronson I mean I'm just you know, I'm a big ten to midnight fan. It's not really. Oh yeah. <laughs> big big ten to I, I mean, fans. we we uh, we've watched that movie so many times. Oh. I mean, it's it's so good. It's so yeah. good. Um,
0: Kinjite's another one that a lot <laughs> of people. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought it was Kinjite, okay. dude. Is it, I think it's I- Kinjite. I could be wrong. Actually,
4: and, I, I might be wrong. That movie is that movie fucking insane. Has yeah. the
1: best. That and is I the fucking it. best opening ever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's that's, the, it, that's, that's you're, the, deal, it's, the. He's got the fucking sex toy, and he,
5: and he goes right. I mean, this like,
4: is when he comes home because he's like telling his wife, like, <laughs> yeah. that "I made it. What, may have gone a little overboard at work today? Like, yeah. It, <laughs> like, yeah, you raped a guy with a dildo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the
1: best part. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's, it's that delivery it's so yeah. dry you know yeah. oh my gosh um so yeah Big Ten to Midnight you know I mean really it's like all of those bronze. I mean huge yeah. me- the mechanic and oh, okay. oh, yeah. Mr. So Majestic and I love all that I mean going all the way back and I guess it's you know Once Upon a Time in the West I mean that I mean it's kind oh, yeah. of epic epic you know revenge film so I mean it's just such a great it's just such a great subgenre. I mean, it's just it always. It's so primal, you know. When it's done right, it just always works.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You can't go wrong with Bronson, but yeah, Kinjai. Well, however you say it, yeah. Forbidden <laughs> Subjects. Oh, so, yeah. If, if anybody out there listening has not watched that, I think it's one of his lesser known but yeah. best movies, and that's like '89 too. It's a yeah. yeah. Jaylee J. J.
4: Thompson's, Thompson's last, last film. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah great director yeah he, got, yeah, he yeah. did a lot of the
1: he did a lot of the great bronson yeah movies. Jay Lee did uh did 10 to midnight
4: yeah
1: um, yeah and uh yeah no it's yeah if you haven't seen the uh, kanjite or kinjite or whatever it's called yeah that that's a boy talk about a movie that could never be made today on any level <laughs>
3: no
0: <laughs> no i love showing people that one because we throw out oh it can't be made today and i'll have some younger fans say, oh, sure it could. I'm like, no, it cannot. And, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I was well, surprised
4: that's, it got made then. Yeah. I mean, it's
3: yeah.
5: That yeah. well, was canon. They didn't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I love. That is what I love about canon. It's like yeah. when you watch canon, it's so fun because you just go, none of these movies could be made, and that's what makes yeah. them – they feel fresh, which is so funny. you know. But they, they do just because you go – Wow, I would not see this. Well it also anywhere.
4: shows you like the real daring storytelling the yeah. side of the eighties, you know what I mean? Totally. Like if you want to that that's where to go, look for it.
0: The uh documentaries and the those two new books out on Canon right now. It's it's oh, hilarious. Uh, yeah, like the they wanted uh Kathleen Turner, but he just said, Get me that stone girl. Uh threw <laughs> <laughs> a fit when Sharon Stone Showed up on set for Alan Quartermain. It, it's just wild, wild stuff. But
4: yeah, yeah, I got the Canon. It's weird because I, you know, for a long time I didn't realize that I liked Canon so much because I wasn't following like the production company stuff uh, um, of a lot of movies I liked. And I went to a um, uh, like some kind of th- movie theater in LA where they play 35 millimeter and stuff, um, and they it was my first night being at, at that theater and they were like, Hey, if you want to stick around, we're, we're doing like a two hour thing of trailers. And I was like, oh. just two hours of trailers. Okay. I mean, I love trailers. So, you know, I'm down and they're like, they're a 35 millimeter print. We don't want to give anything away, but I think you'll, you know, it, you might think you might be into that. So I got, uh, I got my ticket for it. I sit down and dude, it was the most joyous two hours mm-hmm. of my life. I mean, and they were all Canon movies basically. Like, they were all like
1: they had so many movies. I mean, it's it's so unbelievable how they many were, they had,
4: and they were all just like, I, I don't. It's hard to describe just what what it is, but it's like like unabashedly trying to entertain you. you know? Yeah, I mean, that's the way to say it. Well, they're you know? all they're, they're, there's something
1: <laughs> so you get explosions and tits. And, well, and, <laughs> well and there's something know? sort of off about all of them too. So it's right,
0: like right. Monopoly, last American you know? Virgin. I always throw Last yes, American version. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't describe it to somebody that hasn't you seen can't, it. It's a fantastic no, but that, movie. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, I mean, there's just always something off, and then yeah, they're just they're they're there to entertain, and that's it. And that's what I, I mean, that's what we we talk about all the time when we're writing, and and what we're, you know, it's just we just that's the goal. Well, our goal is to just entertain. That's just sort of what we kind of long for and miss, you know, is just going for it. And, you know, I I
4: remember I read a review of town at (laughs) night. That was like, Oh yeah. That was like, (laughs) you know, obviously this movie is uh, a statement against, you know, that is pro, uh, death penalty. And I was like, uh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. this guy was acting outside the law.
1: I don't I, think he was following any yeah, uh, death yeah. penalty laws. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was-
4: <laughs> He's like the state, I, I don't want the state to kill anybody. I'm going to kill. But yeah, you know. but it was just, the point is like, like whatever that movie did, it was always just trying to entertain you. Yeah. While telling a story and like, that's definitely how we approach it. Not trying to tra- transmit messages and propaganda. It's like, no, we're just trying to make fun, just fun, yeah. fun
1: cinema. Yeah.
2: That's refreshing to hear. Cause I like the deep shit too, but also yeah. you're, you're, I'm investing time. Please entertain me.
1: Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. And we say that all the time. It's like yeah. f- for the deep films, uh, d- it, I, 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 you know, I know I am moved. There's movies that move me uh, incredibly right. for my taste. Those are movies I, I like to see once and it sort of leaves an impact. And it's just not a, necessarily, I always talk about hotel Rwanda because that movie for whatever reason was like, whoa. I mean, that was just like really hard to get yeah. through that one. Like really, I mean, it's just so well-made and the atrocities at that level, it was so brutal And it left a profound mark on my brain, but good Lord, I could, I don't, I could never watch that movie ever again. You know, I couldn't sit and just watch that movie. And that's just sort of how I like to consume cinema. I love to devour it. I love to watch it over and over and analyze it. And, 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 you know, um, look, there, there, there's Schindler's list.
4: And then there's Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know what I mean? And There's, Chowshake uh, um, Redemption, and then there's Escape plan. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you know, both ends of that of that spectrum. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Have you guys had a chance to watch Clerks Three yet? Speaking of Bruno, no, yeah, really, no. Yet. Uh, He's a fan too. So I, he deserves an Oscar. Like wow. I won't say anything about it, but it, I'm very serious. Like it's. Uh, It hits harder than you'd expect. I'll just put it that way. It's like Dante getting an abortion or what? (laughs) Outside the clinic.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, Darren, you were an actor and we have a question in the chat. Uh So uh, I'm just going to do it. Pugs, you want to read that one?
2: Anthony Oliver, did Darren have a small part in Hocus Pocus? (laughs) No, but he had a small penis in Hocus
4: Pocus. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's true. (laughs) Uh, He was 10 now.
3: Yeah.
1: No, I I did. I was young. I think I was 12, I think, Um, something like that. Um, it was funny. I was, uh, it was, a, it was a small part. I was on set for like two weeks. I was in the sound, the big, there was a big sound stage that had all of those sets from the movie. It was basically the whole town. And I was in the ending, uh, where I had a couple of scenes that I, I honestly, I barely even remember what I did. And I think I had a line or two and I, I had, I don't, I don't even remember, but that whole ending um got changed so that ending never uh never happened it was sort of a there was a little bit of a darker ending that we had shot and then it ended they ended it differently which happens sometimes so that was one of those funny examples of of going to the movie theater as a kid uh, with my family and friends going, all right, here's the big scene, and then it's like you know, oh, okay, it's not, it's, it's not there. So I'm like, so you can see me, like you know, I'm one of the I'm one of the kids because I'm a little kid at the time. So I was like one of the kids in the town that you can, I think when the, I'm in zombie mode at one time or something. I, it's it's I honestly haven't even. It's been a long time since I've, I've even seen it. So and they didn't know. call you back for the sequel. They didn't call <laughs> it. In, yeah.
5: You and Thor Birch just got left. Yeah. Out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you were
4: in the good
0: one. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. <laughs> you <we> go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good, you have good memories at least. No, like bet Midler got drunk and threw a bottle of Jack at you. <laughs> oh, no, she was no. a
4: nightmare. Uh, he tells tell this great story yes, about how she, she was beating the kids with no. <laughs> <laughs> a broomstick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> want to be able to
2: focus on anything else, except Jessica Parker in that outfit. Are you kidding? yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, you sir. No,
4: <laughs> I remember.
1: I, then, I, re- yeah. I have, yeah, I have, I have foggy memories of seeing them and they, they seemed very nice. Everybody seemed really cool. The director was, uh, Kenny Ortega. He was really nice. It was very, totally pleasant set. It felt very surreal to be on, you know, it was a huge soundstage and it was crazy to just, you know, to see, you know, just them build a world like that out of nothing. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty surreal.
0: Right on. Yeah, hard to believe. Thirty years next year for Focus Focus. Jeez, mm. Jeez man, making yeah. me feel old over here. <laughs> How do you feel? No. I'm just <laughs>
3: uh,
2: you guys said you got like to write together and make like weird voices and sounds. Can you walk us through like from spark of the idea to you guys joking and and until like oh maybe we should really focus on this. Like, what's the process of that? And also, is there anything in the works outside of the world of or the universe of Retaliators?
4: Yeah, we we start every script off with a voice. Actually,
1: I I go,
3: hey, how's it going?
1: (laughs) You got to you got to just let the bad jokes fly by. (laughs) This is what I have to deal with. By the way, into a story. No, we 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 are kind of uh, we are idea machines. We never stop with ideas. So we are um, we keep a running list of log lines, it's titles, it's log lines, it's um, sometimes half-cooked plots, sometimes a whole kind of outline of a plot, and then we we pile them up and, until we get to a point where we go, okay, I, I mean, the, one of the last times we did it, I mean, we, we had to weed through like 150, and a lot of them are terrible, and we go, I don't even know what that is, I don't remember what that one was. And then we go, oh, well, that one's good. And then we kind of move it to the top of the list. And, and, uh, and that's sort of how, so it sort of just starts with an idea and the ideas just come from anything, everything I get, uh, we we get inspired watching, you know, seeking out films, watching old films and, you know,
4: another thing too, if I, if I could just add a little to it as well is, um. I don't. I don't even know if you've noticed this, but a lot of a lot of times when we write we write script, it's we're getting stuck on something else. So mm-hmm. you got, we like run ourselves into a big puzzle yeah, on something that we're writing, usually early on, thank God. And mm-hmm. um, and we're just kind of racking our brain, and then we'll just kind of go, I don't know what it is, but something like the the list right. gets popped out, like maybe there's something, and then something will be like, wait a second, yeah, what about this one? And then, if we can see the whole movie pretty quickly after just yeah. reading the log line, we go, okay, let's trash the one with the puzzle, <laughs> right? right. <laughs>
1: no. the puzzle we can't yeah. solve. Let's go back to and, the puzzle later, and we'll do this one yeah, for now. It goes on the back burner. Yeah, but,
4: but it's it is kind of funny that the last yeah few. I mean, have been yeah. That retal- way,
1: Retaliators w- was literally a a. Uh, it said, "What if there was a a service." family members of crime victims could use to have a minute alone with uh the perpetrator and and then the title the retaliators was just something that just popped out so that was sort of just one of those kind of stream of consciousness when when and i think it was jeff that saw it and went wait a minute right. what's what's this and and then we again yeah and then, then we then what we do is we'll um we will spend a long time meticulously outlining the the entire film. So we'll, we'll that's where
4: you, that's where you find the puzzles that yeah. maybe you can solve, or that they're just it's such a tangle. Let's put that aside. <laughs> you yeah. Know, so you know, if I have one word of advice for aspiring writers out there, um, you know, you don't have to finish what you start. Just finish something that you start.
1: yeah (laughs) so so yeah so we'll 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 create a big you know sort of outline we'll go but we'll get together for sometimes you know weeks months um and then once we have it all outlined then we start writing but the the trick that we kind of do and that we love is that once we, we, st- each other. we start
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. after the beatings, after the beatings, we, uh, we um, then have a very loose attitude with the outline. So even though we spent all that time we will write. And if the script is taking us in another direction, if the characters want to go in another path, if we're, you know, then we're, and we're pretty ruthless about it. So yeah. we will very quickly, we'll just kill off a character. Okay. Forget it. That character just doesn't even need to be there. This scene doesn't matter. And then we just sort of, you know, adjust as we go. And that's been the, the method that we've now used a few times. And it's, it's really uh, um, it, it, it really seems to work for
2: us. Okay, yeah. uh, Bianca Vargas. I drove two hours to see the movie and it was worth it. Love the fighting and bloody scenes. Awesome, nice. thank
3: you,
4: nice. Bianca. Nice, awesome. Uh, she, she sounds like a really awesome chick,
1: yeah. Um, so, uh, but and then as far as now, yeah, we've got a couple of new scripts that we are, uh, we're, we're really, really excited about. Now, these are. Pornographic films. We should uh, be
3: clarifying. <laughs> awesome. We're, we're, we're we review those man. too. So <laughs> we do. <laughs> we're, we're moving.
1: We're moving into sex <laughs> yes. That's the uh, wrong with uh, that. Did you there's,
4: take two?
0: but yeah, yeah. Not yeah. The same. You
4: know, yeah. So <laughs> there's so not
0: we, enough sex comedies. Modern sex comedy doesn't really exist. It Doesn't anymore. exist right oh, now. Yeah.
3: No, I
4: know. Yeah. I know. It's true.
1: That is yeah. something to think
4: about.
0: Yeah. We welcome uh, that. There's an audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah
4: no but you were so sorry I guess.
1: no 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 but yeah we, so we, yeah we've got a couple of new scripts um uh, that we are we're we're actually uh in, in doing some meetings right now and and talking to some people and yeah we're getting a really good reception from them and so it's exciting
0: awesome do you guys have like a dream sort of like sub-genre you'd like to tackle at yes, some we point? do yep yeah. oh, yes okay. we do our the, the one we yes we do the one yes, we yes
1: we do the one yes. we the talk about <laughs> more than anything is uh, um, we we love the I, I call, the I
4: call it the breakdown genre, but it wasn't the first one. It's just that was like my first favorite of the genre. So breakdown,
1: the Hitcher, uh, yeah, Trigger uh, Effect, run, uh, uh, Dual, Middle of Nowhere, yeah. Lost, you know, Desert. Uh, Hill, you know the hills you know that hills have eyes kind of feeling
3: mm-hmm.
1: but but breakdown you know that sort of so i i we would love to do like a real subversive take on that and do something just unique and different with it and so we've got a few few ideas that we've been cooking up. but yeah that's one i mean we're so obsessed with subgenres, so we we love just finding those little little ones that i don't even know if there's names to them but Yeah, Uh, I love that. I can just watch those all day. I just love those, those uh, uh, there's just something scary to me about you're out on the road, cars broken down, you know, you're in the middle of that thing, you know,
0: just getting lost and not having a way back. Yeah, yeah, it's a kind of
1: survival horror, you know, in
4: a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Scenic Route, I remember, was one like there was no nothing else going on. They just got lost in a rough area where they Yeah. Couldn't couldn't make it back and they just just hot weather and lack of water. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They were oh
5: sorry. Sorry, Dan. Oh no, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you guys, I know we talked about your love for the seventies exploitation. Do you have any like go to actors? I mean, besides of course Bronson.
1: Uh Clint Eastwood oh, is is Wait. huge. I mean, we're a big, big Clint fan. Yeah, Dirty Harry and Magnum Force and all those. But, but we
4: got to mention um, our boy Lee Marvin. Oh, I love Lee Marvin. Yeah. But but you're you're getting close. Uh,
3: Franco Nero.
4: It's close, but think,
1: think Jaws, Forrester oh roy scheider yeah oh yeah, yeah. that's a boy that's a yeah. boy big roy scheider guy yeah 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 yeah, yeah. sorcerer and marathon yeah, man, man. i love man. love roy scheider i love uh it's a canon great canon movie 52 pickup i don't know if okay. you guys have you guys seen that oh yeah yeah oh, 52
0: pickups great i have Ray. <laughs> oh yeah it's
1: the i just love i love scheider yeah so i'd say scheider uh I think he's my favorite yeah Bronson probably. I mean Chuck Norris I love you know I just just all of those uh all of those those 70 stars I'm I know I'm forgetting somebody um but yeah uh, and then yeah big, like
0: I said big big Clint fans Shider was I mean I obviously everybody knows jaws but people should take a look at sorcerer and sorcerer. Oh. He other stuff that he did that he does
1: well even when he's at <laughs> a small part like we we were watching we were talking marathon man recently and it's like you know spoiler he's dead you know pretty early in the film but he just leaves such an impression in the film you know he's yeah. so good He just man he was what a what a movie star that guy was is it safe
0: yeah. <laughs> i knew an actor who did a bit part on a show he did called sea Quest, which oh, yeah. he ha- which he hated oh like, did he yeah he, he was just he, he re- vaguely remembers him just fondly remembers him just being like just sipping a coffee and it's like all right let's su- shoot this fucking crap
3: <laughs> <laughs> i love it didn't
0: didn't want to go back and the water i guess but is <laughs> awesome I love
1: oh love. Uh, blue thunder i think totally underrated yeah.
4: love that movie
1: oh, yeah yeah
4: uh what's his name sorry i always forgot his name Yo, goddamn marwan
1: oh hell yeah uh william devane oh william devane
0: dude oh yeah. So
4: yeah
1: he's awesome he's awesome
0: yeah. yeah race with the devils another yeah 70s one dude. i throw out there that uh yeah, there's just, there's so much, so many that are kind of forgotten. And I think so it's many, kind of, yeah, but fight for your life, guys. You gotta, oh yeah, we're on that, it.
4: You know, oh, Burt Reynolds, dude. I can't believe we didn't mention Burt. Oh yeah, Burt, all yeah, Burt, Burt. hell yeah. He was amazing. The, the Burt Reynolds, the, the superior yeah. Heat. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <It's not superior. laughs> but I'm not going to get crazy. No, he's one of my favorite films, yeah. but also Burt Reynolds. Yeah, love both of them.
0: Yeah, we don't get actors quite like that anymore no you know, it's, rare at it's, least
1: uh, you they're it really or is dead breed. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just, you, just the the uh we always trip on it when you that's what's fun about going back is you just go boy the gravitas that these guys had walking on screen you just go wow. i mean there's a few guys that have that still but not a lot i mean you yeah. got like I, don't, I mean, I don't even know, really. You know, Denzel popped in my head. Uh, like Daniel Craig, Gene, ha- Gene Hackman, but he's not real. Well, Gene, there you go. That's the that might be my all oh, time yeah, old is Gene team. Hackman. Yeah. And he's just the greatest. But yeah, um, not a lot of not not a lot of that sort of of gravitas that those guys, that those guys had was just unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you ever had a chance to meet him before he passed, but Richard Lynch, he had so many just great stories about canon and just actors of that generation in in general. It it just, yeah, we need a resurgence. Maybe Retaliators is the start. (laughs) It
3: needs (laughs) to be. We're happy to be a part of the Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And once again,
2: out on VOD this week.
1: Yeah, check it out, guys. Thank you, sir. VOD, October 21st.
0: Yeah, you guys really should. Anybody listening, uh, check it out. It's not something that's like, oh, I've seen that 20 times this week. It It is, you know, it's a great, great film that's going to entertain the hell out of you.
1: Thanks, guys. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah. Pre- appreciate that. That's very, very, very sweet of you guys.
2: It, it got me through a day of COVID, so I thank you for that, for taking my mind off my stupid chest, trying not to die. I know I keep harping on it, but it was it's still, like, only, only over a month ago. <laughs> I still have a little long-term effects. That
3: got me through what, it. Though.
1: What's so funny in this crazy era we're in, it, it, you're, you're, I think, the second person that we talked to that <laughs> watched it while they uh, had COVID. And, and it was funny. The other person we talked to said the same thing. They were like, hey, got me. You know, I, I was able to forget about things for a while. <laughs> and I'm like, man, what a mountain we had to climb. Like, that's the, you're not the best. Uh, you know, I had COVID. Uh, we both did. So, you know, yeah, you're in a weird headspace when you're going through it. So yeah. it's it's not the, the best for movie watching. <laughs> uh,
2: Brandon Ortega. I saw what I believe was the one and only showing in the state of New Mexico on October. Bought the ticket once the, once they went on sale. Love supporting these dudes out here in New Mexico.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Thanks, Thanks. buddy. Yeah. Nice. for yeah.
0: spreading the word. Yeah. It, hope, hopefully this will continue to explode. I mean, we're in an interesting era. Terrifier 2, a movie that the first one was twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, and now that's grossing
2: over 2 million over 2 million, over two million, million at the box yeah, office sir so. yeah. it's
0: it's a i mean
1: i feel like obviously they had a good marketing um
2: thing yeah. going on too yeah. like describing
4: yeah. people's reactions in yeah. the theaters and stuff
2: think- and with twitter they had photographic proof this time which is kind of fun
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get people like throwing up in our theaters. You we know? do,
1: I know, I know. We need, we need
4: uh, retaliators
2: too. That's what we got to do, guys. Bring the theater I, yeah. like,
3: I like, I
1: like what Flex is thinking. We gotta, Weird. we need the barf bags out, for the retaliators too.
2: I'll make it happen. I'll make somebody throw up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we're,
4: we're, we'll be passing out diapers. You're you oh, oh, there you go. Yeah,
2: open yeah, the game. and, <laughs> the game.
4: <Diapers> and <laughs> barf.
3: Okay, get, get, I like that.
1: Huggies on it. Terrifier to You know, we sir. could even put on the diaper. it Could say "fuck barf bags" on the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Just open no. up the diaper. Barfing barf ain't shit. shit. This <laughs> movie will make you shit your pants.
5: You know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we actually. All over your
2: dick.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got another question in the chat. This would Brandon a Ortega. Different.
2: I think the fight scenes were really well shot and executed. I'm curious how they crafted the writing of those scenes.
4: Well, we had great stunt coordinators, yeah. and Michael worked really closely with those guys. Those we, um,
1: with the uh, with the fight scenes, we actually um, we we wrote we wrote a version. We, we, we actually wrote it out punch by punch. Uh, the third act had a lot of, lot of action in it. And we, you know, we wrote it out I, and it, I, I love writing action. I think it's fun. It's a challenge, but, but it's fun to sort of just play out the fight. And then yeah, then you get into the reality of dealing with um, the set and actors and, and, The fun part is when you're working with, we we were working with just such great people. They were like, okay, what can, how can we make it work on this set? What can we do in this situation? And so we would, we would figure it out beat by beat and try to be, you know, that whole fight sequence at the end. It starts out in the yard, it goes through a window, it goes in a kitchen, it then goes into a barn. There were so many gags that needed to happen. Right. So that all did, needed to be thought out and worked out and talked out. And uh, that was, believe it or not, all of that was written out. Uh, but it was colla- we were collaborating with Michael uh, Lombardi and our editor. Uh, shout out to uh, Randy Bricker, who's a legend. The guy's done, you know, uh, t- t- two Chuckies. He did a Texas Chainsaw. He did a Halloween uh, he, he, he did a Hellraiser. I mean, he's just a, a, he's a legend. He's been around a long time. And, and, uh, so we would talk, we would write the stuff out and it would kind of have to pass the test with those guys. And then they would, you know, okay, we need to end up on a table. We need to end up with a vice. We need to end up with all these different right, things. Right. How are we getting there? What's the what are the beats? So those things are actually harder to write than most, act, believe it or not, just yeah. because the, you know. Because if you can feel when fight scenes aren't worked out, you know it's like, and then you can feel when they're really worked out. I mean, you, it it and it pay. I think it pays off. You know, you just you feel it on the screen and hearing when we hear that the, uh, people love the action and love the fights, like uh, we we love
0: hearing yeah. that. Oh, yeah. uh, absolutely, a lot of modern action films just kind of leave you cold. It can be like a two hundred million dollar movie, yeah. The Last Fast and the Furious. Todd and I talked about it. It was just like, I don't, know, I shouldn't be bored during this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's such a good point. Like, yeah, that's the one thing a
4: movie like be doing is you know, at least entertaining.
1: Well, it's a way to really up your production value too, without having to necessarily spend the money. I mean, it's, right. it's right. You got to, you have to spend time, which you don't always have, but I really do think it's one of those things is worth putting in the time. I think when you just, when you feel movies, you can feel that fight scenes are really worked out. It just, the impact of the film just, I just feel like it just goes
0: way, way, way up, you know? absolutely yeah and you can see it on screen in retaliators and i think we've done a pretty good job of not spoiling it but yeah guys action fans also horror fans like yes. yeah I, I remember the opening and i was like well wait a minute what <laughs> why are we getting back to this <laughs> it
2: had an svu vibe too and i love law and order svu i'm like i could see this scene in an episode. So that's a big praise. I love that shit. That's cool, <laughs> nice. Nice. And then you guys actually outdid them. So. Oh, <laughs> thank
4: you. I'm a big Mariska Hargitay fan. And, uh, right? there you go. and Maloney. Yeah, those guys. Those, I, they big need and to be together. You know, it's like Fox and uh, Fox Mulder and, and Scully. You know oh. what I mean? It's like. Needs to happen. I don't know when
2: it's going to happen. They keep teasing us on that on the crossovers, like stop fucking with us. Let's just do it. <laughs> Everything's better
0: with iced tea. You got to get iced tea, oh, in there. iced tea. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Retaliators
2: too. I guarantee you, he's down. Oh, we well, oh, yeah,
0: get iced tea for Retaliators for too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. oh,
1: I love I love iced tea. <laughs> uh, we uh, surviving the game is yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, extra crispy motherfucker is like <laughs> <my> favorite. <laughs> quotes i'm just picturing gary busey and like ice T on set but you oh. don't have a blu-ray of that i want like behind the scenes i know <laughs> well look
1: at that cast and you had rudger howard and i mean what yeah. what a crazy yeah. cast that was <laughs> yeah we don't ice T. I mean he's got such a good gig he's had such a good gig in tv i'm sure he just doesn't need to do film but i wish he would do more he's he's great
0: Yeah, I remember that period in like the early to late nineties, early mid two thousands, where he was just. In everything. Yeah. Like there was stuff that I think he shot at his house. Like some, some of the <laughs> he's all <freaking> open. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like you just shot this in your backyard. And...
5: <laughs> he was doing the Danny Trejo before Danny Trejo
0: yeah, was before. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool.
2: I not... ain't hating on a hustler. Get, your, get uh, paid.
0: Jack <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hustler. If you want <laughs> I, I, I always laugh when I go into Walmart and there's like a movie and it's like Danny Trejo and he's in it for a minute and a half. <laughs>
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Steven Seagal's guilty of that one, too. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Steven's seen better days, but I, I still love Steven.
4: Yeah. He <laughs> do does, too. I'm I, totally
1: obsessed. I send, him, I send him at least one or two. Steven Seagal doing martial arts videos a day. Oh my I, God. I, <laughs> if, yeah. if, if I stumble across one, I just I just immediately send it over because we just, yeah, we love, well, he, he's just such love a Steven Seagal. He's such a
3: character. Yeah.
4: And then, like, him in movies is just him as a real... like I don't feel like I'm watching a movie. I feel like I'm watching, like... <laughs> Steven Seagal as the character now in
3: a movie that makes really? it
1: fascinating to watch though. You know, I mean you can't take your eyes off of him when he's on screen. It's 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 there's something there, you know. It's so funny. Yeah.
0: Have you are you guys aware of the energy drink that he had out? Oh, I yeah. knew that was coming. Very much. <laughs> yeah. very much. Yeah,
1: I've done some
4: <laughs> I forgot what it was called though. What was it called? I wanted to get one, but I think lightning <laughs> bolt, lightning, lightning bolts bolt, lightning bolt, or uh, something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, <laughs> um, yeah. Every I could get it one to for... like just put on, you know, display or something. But I think they're kind of rare now. They didn't make that many.
0: Uh, yeah,
5: you.
2: Dan's been on the hunt for it for a while, so I knew it was coming up as soon as the doll's
5: name was dropped. Because yeah. every chance he gets, he brings it
2: up. It was I'm,
0: good,
5: and it's it you yeah. we were
4: looking for a can just for me to sell. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah. Yeah. You're like
3: you got one? <laughs>
1: Hey, 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 Dan, if you find any, let's get some multi-level marketing going, and we'll just we'll, we'll sell them. I want to. I'll at least buy one can off of you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Fair, uh I don't know. There was some YouTube video of somebody that drank one, and <laughs> apparently that's not a good idea. Like, <laughs> yeah. got pretty Ten, ten-year-old energy drink. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. yeah, no, no, screw
5: that. You don't <laughs> know
0: unless you try.
5: Yeah. We brought up the big franchises earlier. Is there like one you'd like? Not necessarily remake, or you could, but like one you'd like to get your hands on and try something, bring something different to. Hell yeah! yeah it's interesting. Yeah, I. I
1: what were, have you put that in? You there? know, I it was
5: something because
1: I,
4: I i have one actually i'll, I'll throw mine out okay. but and then okay cause mine's very brief yeah yeah i would love to do a resident evil film Ooh. um okay. but more as a horror film you know and and a little more production like a little more like <laughs> i don't want to be mean to the movie that just came out because i still <laughs> enjoyed it but like a little more taking itself seriously that's all, all right. i will say
5: yeah. We yeah. do encourage being <laughs> mean to the show, though the Netflix. Yes, I would.
4: I put on. Yeah. I turned it off after the, uh, basically like ten to fifteen minutes. I was like, no. Nope. I saw that caterpillar, and I was like,
1: <laughs>
4: I, it was
0: a soul crusher, and it doesn't get better. I, so. I, exactly the last yeah. like
5: I, I would. Uh,
1: I would love the challenge of a crack at one of the. Real iconic, um, you know, uh, something f- from the a- late 70s or early 80s iconic canon. So, I mean, from, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th, like, it would be, I, I think a lot of attempts at doing those, um, some attempts have been successful, some haven't. I And I, because I think it's hard. I think it's really hard uh to to make it fresh and so i i would love that challenge to to go in and say okay how can we do it where you're you're you, you serve the fans uh but then let, let's do something different and and do something unique with it you know i think it would be a lot of fun actually um so yeah i mean really any of the any of the classics
0: awesome awesome well halloween i think at this point Take it. <laughs> Give
1: it. Yeah, that would be, I mean, that would, it, yeah. it, it would be a hard one too to go, okay, how do you do this? M- you Michael Myers'
4: son. He had a son in uh, the mental ward.
1: There you go. Uh, there you go.
4: And uh, he, providing, <laughs>
5: well, doesn't now. he technically <laughs> have a son if we
3: want <laughs> to have it? To it it'll just be like,
4: eight, like a bait, like a kid
5: killer. You know what I mean? You can get away yeah. with that these days.
3: Yeah, yeah, down yeah.
0: Down I'm down for something different.
5: <laughs> you guys say that until something different is served.
3: Here. Different. <laughs> I yeah, I always it's true. Like, well, you I gotta be... love
2: Michael, but if he ends up with a number on his shirt, I'm not gonna cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a
4: good idea. Jed got a hold of Mike Myers. Yeah. That
1: <laughs> <laughs> would be good. It would be good. We'd just start working him in, working him in. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's funny too, because it's like remakes as a whole. Is a whole other thing, you know, that right. would be where it's not a sequel, but you're yeah, be, like, like, you know, because there's just some that I just think, uh, I just think you can't touch, you know, and I mean, you could go all day on that. Lost Boys, <laughs> yeah, Lost, Lost Boys, I just, Ugh. that's my, that's <laughs> probably my, my favorite movie of all time is Lost mm-hmm. Boys. And, yeah, the remake, it's how do you do, how do you remake that? I just it,
0: it's, Yeah, it's a specific feel. I just don't think you could. It's yeah. so
1: singular in its tone and with the cast and with the, yeah, the, it's just. Yeah, you know,
0: I can see what it would look like. It'd probably be kind of a YA sort of just correct. cash in. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. It's
4: like trying to remake Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, how do you remake that movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I
0: guess they're gonna try. I don't, we're gonna get eighty-two-year-old Harrison Ford at this Yeah, point. I
4: mean, we can do another Indiana Jones, but remaking Raiders, it'd be just like why? Like it's just it's too much lightning in a bottle, you know.
5: See, for me, that character is kind of like you can do like James Bond new actor just drop in the story you don't need to go back to the source and like re-explain they it try to redo it no. absolutely yeah. that's the same problem they fall in every time they make a new superman movie we don't know yeah, yeah. people get
1: so stuck on origin stories and it's yeah it's just like start
5: me in the middle wake me up in the middle
4: yeah, of it i don't yeah, need yeah, to yeah.
1: see how he came to be you know what i mean yeah
0: yeah that's a great point so. you just want four again todd topic man to come back
2: Superman 4 <laughs> <laughs> God lives and dies by Superman 4
5: Superman <laughs> 3 is better than Superman plus 4 for man. peace I I, lo- oh, oh, I love
1: super, I love Superman 3 I've got the yeah, uh, three, I've so. got a laser disc of it up on the wall Oh, right oh, That's oh what nice. I grew up with and, yeah. be- and and believe it or not uh, <clears throat> the ending of the retaliators and very few people get this but a few people have the ending the last scene in the movie is a 100% homage to the ending of Superman two. That's um, so if you think about the scene in the bar at the end of Superman two, it is okay. uh, it's, and then you think about the ending of the retaliators. That's what because it's, it's funny when we've read, we've, <laughs> we've read things where people go, why without spoiling it? Cause the lead character is a pastor and the movie's very much about trying to see if somebody w- will follow their principles, uh, you know, to the to the furthest and, and degree of, of, of where you could take it. And at the end, he makes a kind of a curious <laughs> choice at the very end. And there's been people that have said, like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would he, you know, uh, do this? And what's that saying? And meanwhile, it was 100 percent you know, when I saw the ending of Superman two, when I was a little kid, it was so, uh, to, to to watch Superman with no powers earlier in the film, you know, because he married Lois Lane, watching him get beat up was just traumatizing. I was like, wow. Yeah. Superman can bleed. And what, what, how is, how does this, how is this possible? And I just love the Richard Donner, you know, at the very, very end, because that ending is totally superfluous. You don't need that. But <laughs> <Funny, laughs> he, go, he goes back. Right. right and it's right. so satisfying. And it's so, and it's, it's, you know, it's not about, is this the right thing to do? It's just Superman's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to be pushed around. Fuck you. And it's just such a fun uh, ending. So that's truly what the ending of the retaliators totally an homage to Superman two. a few people have caught it uh, and said, you know, was that but 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 yeah, it's I mean, it's subtle because it's different. It's not it's, the same character. It's not exactly. It's not well. exactly but it but it was totally inspired.
2: I still feel like a failed DC fan. That's my shit. That's awesome. I I love the movie even more now. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: amazing.
2: (laughs) Oh Fuck yeah, dude. I think that's a cool place uh, to to wrap this up. Where can we find you guys on social media?
1: We're on uh, Instagram. It's the underscore gear underscore brothers. It's gear G-E-A-R-E. And uh, yeah, we're on there and... Uh, post stuff all the time we're on Twitter as well at the Gear Brothers Um, and yeah just super pumped Uh, this Friday we're coming out on VOD everywhere so we're really excited for people to get to see it um, all over the place we had a limited release in theaters uh, just really a few days so this is exciting to, to, to to really get more people out there to
0: see it yeah Guys, it's got the flesh wound recommendation, so everybody check it out. You'll have a you'll have a blast. Um, I will be I'll be watching it again this weekend.
5: Well, now we have the Superman 2, I gotta I gotta see where I missed this. <laughs> all, right,
1: all right, We got Todd. I'm
0: second. I watch love it. it. I love it. Man,
3: Double feature.
1: I'll tell I'll tell you a quick. I'll tell you one of the people who got it, which was a real thrill. So we got to um, we got to screen the movie. Uh, retaliators for Scott Spiegel.
3: Okay. Oh, um,
2: awesome.
1: The the Scotty Spiegel. Okay. We, we got to go to his house, and he, I can't explain to you how cool this guy is. Uh, he's got mo- movies and movie memorabilia every inch of, of his house. He's up in the Hollywood Hills. And we um, he, he knew nothing about the film. And he didn't know, uh, cause we, we, uh, very much, uh, without giving things away, there's huge, huge evil dead homage in the film, which we very intentionally were like, let's go for it. Let's do it. And, um, and the lead character gets very Ash like, uh, in the third act and, um, but we, we didn't tell him that. You know, we he didn't know what he was watching and and uh uh one of the cast members of the movie Skylar Stone, he was in in Hostel 3, which is directed by um, Scott Spiegel. So, we uh uh he, he he brought us to his house. So anyway, it was such a trip because he um he was when we got to the third act, he was freaking out and out loud going oh my gosh, this looks, he looks just like Bruce. Look how much he looks like Bruce. This is like Evil Dead. And he was just going on and on. And we were just like pinching each other and poking each other uh, on the couch. It was just so cool. So anyway, we get through all of that and then we get to the end and he goes, oh, it reminds me of Superman too. And I went you got that? And he goes, yeah. And, he, and then he starts dropping, oh yeah, the guy that was in the scene in Superman 2, his name is blah, blah,
3: blah.
1: can't think of his name right now. And he goes, I'm, I knew him. And starts telling us stories about the guy. And I'm like, whoa, okay, I thought I knew <laughs> Superman 2. This yeah. guy, you know, uh, and he told us, I mean, the stories this guy had. I mean, oh, I met Charles Bronson here and blah, blah, blah. And he just, mm. he just had an endless amount of Cool stories, but yeah, I want to give a shout out to Scotty Spiegel. He's the man. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah, met yeah. him.
0: Really cool dude. Sweet. I wish he direct more. Yeah, I know. I, know.
1: I, I wish they
4: they let him make more movies. I know. You know I know.
1: He's so he's a brilliant, he's a guy. brilliant guy. Yeah. I mean, he speaks to you in films. It was so cool. Like we yeah. you sit down, it was like two words out of his mouth, and then it was like, okay, I'm going to show you this scene, and then now he's putting scenes on. And just talking you through scenes of like stuff you've never heard of, and you're going, whoa! I, I mean, we after we watched the movie, we ended up hanging with them like all night, just watching clips and movies, and it was just, yeah, it was just yeah. a total dream come
2: true. Oh, that's awesome. That's an easy rabbit hole to fall down. I can listen to that shit all day. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, gentlemen, again, so very, very much. You guys are fucking awesome. Your movie's Thanks, fucking man. awesome. Again, out on VOD this Friday. Make sure you guys check that shit out. Any physical release plans?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, I, I know that they're planning um, uh, Blu ray and uh, streaming and all of that will come. Will come later. Uh, we've got a uh, double vinyl coming out with the soundtrack, which oh. you can pre order now. And then uh, they just announced today um, our composers, because the uh, shout out to uh, Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein, the composers from Stranger Things, they scored our film and did a just unbelievable job so their score is actually coming out on vinyl they just uh uh, announced that today as well so um yeah oh it's awesome
0: yeah Uh,
2: make sure you pick up some merch support these dudes they're so fucking good so
0: producer todd you're muted that's <laughs> <what> I, <think.
2: laughs>
0: I was trying to guess what you were saying. There. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> Um
5: I, I I don't even remember. Uh, gentlemen, would you stick around one second after we wrap because we would like to yeah, thank you. Off air. Um, I guess uh, we're gonna go for the night. Well, actually, Dan, what do we have later?
0: Later, we have XPW Legend, the Munch, joining us to talk about uh, XPW Halloween in Hell. Three, so you want to stick around for that he's lived all that history so uh, be ready with your questions Dark Side of the Ring fans you know this man. guy was there
2: alright good evening
5: good thank
2: night. you guys again so fucking much yes, thank man. you guys thanks, thank guys. you <laughs>
1: thank you you guys are awesome appreciate the support you're so more
2: than welcome yeah. come back anytime and every time Hell yeah. whenever
4: yes.
1: oh,
2: alright I'll Keep see you guys back in back. Disneyland <laughs>